0: Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. We live in a world damaged by evil, surrounded by many voices. As we discovered last week, there is only one voice that needs to be heard, and that is the voice of the Eternal One. Evil and the selfish desires of humanity have been defeated by Jesus in his death, resurrection and ascension, yet they still exist. We live with constant thoughts and reasonings that are not of God each day could be likened to a battle or warfare. However, the battle is not against others. And the Apostle Paul, in meekness and mildness of Christ, with the purity of the knowledge of God, revealed to those who are disciples of Jesus just what that battle is. Turn with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses one to 5. Now I, Paul, myself am pleading with you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ, who in the presence am lowly among you, but being absent am bold toward you. But I beg you, that when I am present, I may not be bold with that confidence by which I intend to be bold against some. Who think of us as if we walked according to the flesh. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God, for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. War according to the flesh is the way of the flesh or selfish desires of humanity. The way of the flesh or selfish desires of humanity attempt to control, manipulate and or dominate another to get what self wants. Paul is saying that is not the war that we are engaging in. However, it is a daily journey to surrender our selfish desires to God and receive more of his character. As we surrender and receive, we can live in the fullness of Jesus' victory over our selfish desires. In surrender of self-will, there is victory. In knowing and experiencing the truth about God, Self and others, there is transformation and true freedom. Paul makes it very clear that our war is not against flesh and blood, that is, people. It is a battle of thoughts and reasoning that is turned against God. In fact, the battle is any voice or opinion that is exalted itself above God. And the good news is, this is a battle that Jesus has. Already won. In his life, death, resurrection, and ascension, Jesus has defeated them all. As we journey through this life, God has given us everything of himself to us so that we can live in the reality of Jesus' victory. He has given us his armour and weapons to be able to stand in his liberating truth, unending love and transforming power. The weapons that we have been given by God are not of this world. They are divine in character and ability. These weapons that every believer has been equipped with are for the pulling down of strongholds. Strongholds are thoughts and beliefs that become a fortress of arguments and reasonings against self, others and ultimately God. Strongholds can be formed in anyone. They especially can become a fortress of the mind through the injustices and the inequality of this world, resulting in holding on to the hurt and the pain. The tearing down of these strongholds is bringing them to a place of surrender. As these thoughts and reasonings come, we can surrender them to God, bringing every thought into obedience of Christ Jesus. This is true spiritual warfare. Surrender and receive. In surrender of our thoughts, beliefs and reasonings and take a moment to receive from God, we are able to stand in his unending love, liberating truth and be transformed in his power. The Apostle Paul, in his letter to those who have received Jesus in Ephesus, details the spiritual armour that we are daily immersed in. Let us go through them verse by verse. So Ephesians chapter 6, and let us begin with verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. be strong, is to be made strong by God in the knowledge and experience of Him. In the daily journey, it is in His strength that we are strong. He makes us strong. He declares us strong. And through His Spirit working in us, healing our heart, transforming our desires, and renewing our thoughts, He gives us strength and makes us strong. This strength of God is His work in us and His gift to us. As He calls us His friends, He reveals the secrets of His heart to us, bringing a deeper revelation and experience of Him. There's always more of His love, truth, and power. As we surrender our self will, and our preconceived ideas to that of the Father's will, He transforms us. He renews our hearts and minds, filling us fresh each day as we take a moment to surrender and receive. So to be strong in the power of His might is to live in the reality of being one with the One who has ultimate power and authority. Having said yes to Jesus, we have his identity. That includes his name, royal robe of rightness, his crown of victory, and his status. His status is being seated in the heavenlies at the right hand of God the Father. It is not in our power and authority that we have strength. It is in Jesus' power and authority that we stand the power and authority of God towards us in Jesus' death, resurrection and ascension, where Jesus is at the right hand of God the Father. Jesus is gifted to us from God the Father. He is the head over all things to all who have believed and received him. That is, received God in Jesus and his right to rule and reign. We are joined with his power and authority. In his strength and might we live. Verse 11 Put on the whole armour of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Upon receiving Jesus, we also receive his spiritual armour, the same armour that Jesus wore when he walked the earth as a man. To put on in this instance is simply being immersed in his truth, love and power. Each day is a new day to live in the reality of his truth. Each day knowing and experiencing more of his liberating truth enables us to expose the lies and deceptions of every voice, that elevates itself above God, including the voice of the evil one. It is God who has affirmed us, and it is in his liberating truth, unending love, and transforming power that we can live in the reality of being immersed in him. Remembering all this is a work of God and a gift of God, a gift of himself, to us. The evil one cannot condemn us, as it is God who has affirmed us. Upon receiving Jesus, God has declared us his children and honoured us with his presence, making his home in us and dwelling within. Let us continue. Verse 12. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Again Paul reminds every disciple of Jesus that we are not in a battle against people, but against the powers of evil from which we have been delivered yet we still live in this world damaged by evil, and evil has still been given power by humanity. But the good news is that we have been transferred out of the realm of darkness and rule and reign over the powers of evil in Jesus' victory over them. Verse 13 Therefore, take up the whole armour of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. We live in the end times. We see the signs all around us. Good is being called evil, and evil is being called good. However, having done all, that is having received Jesus, Receive God, we are immersed in his armour. God gives us every aspect of himself, enabling us to stand. Stand is to remain in covenant with him, at rest and peace trusting him, regardless of the circumstances of this world and the voices of this world. He enables us to stand. Verse 14, Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness. The armour of the Eternal One when he walked the earth as a man is the same armour he has given to us. As he girded our waist with truth, we are being established in him. The truth of the good news of who Jesus is, what he has done, and all that he has given us. It is Jesus who holds everything together, and it is knowing and experiencing this truth that sets people free. Truth can only be determined by God, as only God is selfless, pure, And good. Upon receiving Jesus, we are not only immersed in his truth, but also receive his righteousness or rightness. A breastplate of true justice of God's kingdom, where each one is equal. A breastplate that guards our hearts and enables us to stand. Verse 15 And having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Everywhere Jesus went, he brought the gospel of peace. Peace with God and each other. The peace of God. Everywhere we go, as we journey through this life, we carry the good news that the kingdom of God has come on earth in Jesus. As the angels declared at Jesus' birth, this is good news, peace on earth and goodwill to all men. Verse 16 Above all, taking the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Faith in the context of Ephesians is to have trust in God, believe God, receive Jesus. Jesus revealed God's character and lived as a man in full surrender to the Father. In complete trust, Jesus came full of grace and truth and exposed the lies of the evil one. He disarmed the powers of every one of them. In Jesus' faithfulness we can trust. As we are immersed in his armour, we too can quench the fiery darts of the wicked one. Verse 17 And take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. To take the helmet of salvation is the main action of the text. As we are immersed in his armour at that moment when we say yes to Jesus, yes to God, we can live in the reality of the fullness of our salvation. But yes, it is a daily journey of surrender and receive, knowing and experiencing God more and more each day, taking a moment to remember who Jesus is, what he has done and will do. In his gift of salvation to us, we are able to surrender any destructive thoughts of condemnation guilt and shame, knowing the truth that in Jesus' physical death he has paid the cost, enabling us to believe and receive, knowing that in Jesus' physical resurrection we have his testimony and truth that death has been defeated and we will inherit eternal life also knowing that upon receiving Jesus, we are spiritually joined with him. Through Jesus' ascension back to heaven, we too have been raised up with him, connected spiritually to him. And to take the sword of the Spirit is to know his eternal voice and live in the reality of every truth he speaks. Jesus responded to the voice of the evil one's lies by saying that we are to live by every word that proceeds from God's mouth. For God is the one who has truth and life, and there is only one voice that we live in and have our very being in, and that is the voice of the eternal one, the voice of the living God. Verse 18. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Praying always in this context is to live in a heart-mind condition of worship. In communion with God the Father through Jesus the Son. Immersed in his presence, to engage in that heart to heart connection with God that he initiates and provides, listening to the Father's heartbeat, living in intimacy, awe, and wonder of him, where we hear God share the secrets of his heart with us, as he calls us his friends. All this is a work of God. Praise.